Well, you know what that means. It's time to expose the money lies. Let's get started. So in July, we're talking about transforming our identity. And there are so many ways that our identity gets impacted. It's impacted by what happens to us from the time we're born until the time we die and how we interpret what happens to us. It's impacted by how we talk about ourselves to other people, how other people talk about us. Um, but, and how we act when people talk about us, whether that's good or whether it's bad. So what I mean by it's impacted by how we talk about ourselves to other people um, for one example is, do you qualify every compliment or do you minimize every achievement you have? Oh, I really didn't do much. It was mostly just luck when you have some kind of accomplishment and how do you act? How do you treat yourself? Look at what you do, but also what you don't do. Do you think it's selfish to do anything for yourself? Do you think you don't really deserve it? So that's what I mean by look at what you do and also what you don't do. Uh, notice how you feel about how other people treat you, both when they treat you well and when they treat you not so well. How, how do you, what do you make that mean about yourself? Notice what you say to yourself and what you conveniently neglect to say to yourself. For example, how often do you thank yourself or offer praise of something noteworthy that you've done? That if somebody else did it, you would be proud. When you're transforming your identity, you're not creating a whole new person. Um, a lot of people think that coaching is to change ourselves. But the way that I see it is that you're not so much changing yourself as that you're becoming who you truly are. So you're stepping into who you truly are and acting the way you truly are rather than hiding who you truly are or pretending you're somebody else. So just like Michelangelo, when he sculpted the statue of David, he wasn't creating David. He didn't sculpt David out of thin air or from, you know, some uh, powder or whatever. He carved away the parts of the marble slab that were not David. David was there all along, but no one could tell it was David until he, Michelangelo removed all the parts that weren't David, be, until all of the parts that weren't David were carved away. So the same thing is true with money lies. We already are who we truly are, but when we are able to detect and expose and become aware of and scrutinize money lies, until then, we aren't able to step into that true identity. So you already are a millionaire. You just haven't stripped away all of the money lies that are preventing you from showing up that way and creating that result. So if you think about what is the most fit and emotionally healthy version of you, whoever that is, you know, I mean, write down all of the characteristics of who she is, but whoever that is, she is already there. She is already there within you. She is already living inside of you, but she's just kind of locked and hidden away. She's covered up by 
money lies. So that's what keeps her from showing up. That's what keeps her hiding in the dark, in the closet, in the room that she's locked away in, in the basement, whatever, right? What keeps her from showing up are the money lies she believes. Those are covering the truth of who she really is. So your identity doesn't consist of your circumstances, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, or your results. You are not any of those things. Those things don't define you. So we often, really too often in my opinion, make our identity a product of those things, the circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. They drive how we see ourselves, and unfortunately too often they drive what we think about ourselves, and they drive how we treat ourselves, and they determine the life we create for ourselves and for our family. They determine, they determine the flag we plant in the ground. Have you ever said, oh, this is just who I am? I guess I just have to accept it. But instead, I want to offer you, instead of becoming a product of our circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results, we could just choose to make our thoughts, feelings, actions, and results a product of our identity. And so this is, this is what I mean. We can decide who we are first. Then the thoughts, feelings, actions, and results we experience will be those that belong to that person who has that identity that person that identifies as whatever you choose as your identity. But if we don't choose our identity, the world will choose it for us. Our circumstances will choose it for us. We will become a product of what happens to us. What happens to us, we'll interpret to determine who we are. And the feelings, actions, and results we experience will belong to who the world says we are, who the circumstances say we are based on how we interpret them. So we'll start talking to ourselves and treating ourselves if, as if that's who we truly are. We'll start to believe lies about who we are, and those lies will hide the real truth. And that's what happens for so many of the people that I coach is, I mean, all of their life they were building up accumulating all of these money lies. And it wasn't consciously. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'll choose that lie that I'm worthless. I'll choose that lie that I don't matter. I'll choose that lie that I might as well be invisible. We don't choose them consciously. They just, we just kind of absorb them. So we'll, we'll, will believe those lies that will hide the real truth. So I want you to start to notice how you treat yourself. I want you to notice what you say to yourself. I want you to look out for the words, either spoken or unspoken, right? I just want you to become aware of the sentences that start with, I am. I am, fill in the blank. Or that start with, I always, fill in the blank. Or that start with, I wish I was more or whatever. Or that start with, why can't I be fill in the blank? 
So those will be indicators of potential money lies. And so I'll give you some examples of those um, in a minute. But think about how you decided who your ideal client is. Think about your perfect ideal client avatar. Now, they tell you, don't decide that your, your client can't afford your program. Don't decide that your ideal client doesn't want to work with you. I mean, I know <laughs> some of us believe these money lies too, but not, uh, I'm not going to go into that in this episode. But you don't decide on purpose to pick an ideal client that won't hire you or that doesn't want to work with you. That would sabotage your business. I mean, you don't build a business model on somebody who's not going to pay you. So in that way, don't decide that people won't like you. Don't decide as part of your identity that they won't want to work with you. Don't decide as part of your identity that you're lazy or any of the other crazy lies you tell yourself or that you tell about yourself, right? That also sabotages your business. And I don't believe that any of them are true. I don't believe that's who you truly are. Whatever the lie you tell about yourself, no matter how true it feels, no matter how much evidence you have, I don't have to believe it. And I don't believe it. And if I don't have to believe it, I don't see why you should have to either. (laughs) So decide who you want to be from a place of wisdom and knowledge and clarity. Decide who you want to be from a place of love and compassion and faith in yourself. And if you can't find that in yourself right now, or you can't access that in yourself right now, let me know. I share very generously. I guarantee you it's there somewhere, even if you can't sometimes see it. And I'm happy to help you you find it. Because how you talk to yourself and how you talk about yourself and how you treat yourself matters. It forms your opinion of yourself and it forms, it determines the way that you show up. It shows the way you show up in your life, in your relationships, in your business, everything. So watch for the statements that begin with I am. So, you know, here's some examples. I, I am a hot mess. I have heard that from so many of my clients. I'm lazy. I don't hear that one a lot because people don't normally admit it, even if they do believe it. And I used to believe that about myself. Um, I used to believe I I just half-ass everything, right? That was part of who I was. <laughs> I am a procrastinator. I am easily distracted. You know, none of those have to be true. And they certainly don't have to be part of your identity. And then watch for the statements that begin with, I wish. I wish I was more successful. I wish I was better with money. I wish I was more focused. I wish I could just do what I planned to do. Because when you wish, it's implying that you're not that way. And it's sort of like a hope and a dream, like a miracle. If, if I could just have a miracle, I would ch- choose a miracle of being more successful, right? You have control over that, right? That I wish also implies that you have no control over that. I wish I was more focused. You have control over that. And then watch for the questions that imply uh, less than or not enough or not good enough or 
or some permanent condition, some permanent limitation. Like, why can't I figure it out? Or why am I so bad with money? Or what is wrong with me? Right? Because the answers are, that our brain is going to find are never good. The evidence that our brains find, right? Because when we say, I, why can't I figure it out? That implies I can't figure it out. When we say, why am I so bad with money? That implies I'm so bad with money and I'll always be that way. When we ask, what is wrong with me? That implies there's something wrong with me. So stop asking questions like that. Because your brain will find evidence that you don't need to find because it's just not true. Any of these um, noticing and watching for these statements or these questions can help you detect money lies because the answers are money lies. Just like I said, you know, what is wrong with me implies there is something wrong with me. That's a money lie. Money lies are beliefs that limit you. They limit your growth. They limit your business. So they plant your flag in the land of less than, in the land of not good enough, in the land of I'm limited. And so that's what limiting beliefs do. They limit you. So turn them around. So instead of saying I'm a hot mess, maybe you could believe I'm a normal human and find evidence of that. (laughs) I, instead of believing I am lazy, maybe you can believe I am determined. How is that true? What evidence can I find of that? Instead of believing I'm a procrastinator, you can believe I am someone who keeps going. Let's find evidence of that. Instead of believing I am easily distracted, you can believe I am focused. Let's find evidence of where you are focused. Because I guarantee you there are some areas or some time of the day or some time of the week that you can find the truth in any of these statements. So I am becoming successful. I am already successful. I am good with money. I am focused. I am learning how to do what I plan to do. I am doing my best. I have so much going for me. I'm getting better and better every day. I am chosen. I'm called. I'm appointed to a great mission, right? Be deliberate about your declarations. Be deliberate about the statements you're making about yourself. And be deliberate about uh, how you talk to yourself and how you treat yourself. Be deliberate. Decide who you are and then own it. Because the more you own it, the more evidence you'll find. So that helps you deciding what to say to yourself, how to treat yourself on purpose ensures that you'll be looking for the evidence that you actually want to find. So decide on purpose what flag you want to put on the, in the ground because it does shape your identity and your identity shapes your world and your experience in the world. So if you want a rich abundant life, build a rich abundant identity. And again, you don't have to create that from scratch. You just have to remove the money lies. You have to strip away what's not really part of who you truly are and start to find evidence of who you truly are. It determines who you are, how you see yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you talk about yourself, how you act, how you uh, treat yourself, how you treat others, what you accomplish and the impact you have. Not to mention 
the money that you make. <laughs> so find questions you can ask to discover the real truth about who you are and that help you discover the real the evidence of that truth. And the truth is you are made for more. Hey, Jill the Muddy Coach here. In your business, you will have trouble. There's no eliminating problems showing up in your business, but problems don't have to mean something bad. What if problems are just an opportunity to exercise those problem-solving muscles you're developing? I have a new toolkit I use with my clients that I'm sharing with you to help you become a problem-solving ninja in your business. I'm super excited to share this process you can use to solve literally any problem you have in your business. It's available now by visiting jillwrightcoaching.com forward slash solve dash any dash problem. There's a series of short videos that'll explain in detail as well as walk you through using this process to solve any problem in your business. This free resource includes some strength building exercises you can use in your business so that when challenges and obstacles come up, you know exactly how to solve them. I use this in my own business when I feel stuck so I don't have to stay stuck and instead I can move forward instead of wasting time spinning. So go ahead and sign up to download all these resources absolutely free. When you sign up, you'll also get notified of the special calls I'll be hosting to answer any questions you have about the process and coach you live on any problem you have in your business. So hurry up and get yours now so you can move forward in your business.